Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Christmas has come a week early, guys, because today we have the super talented Philip White sharing his journey with us. Anyone that's been involved in the wedding industry in any capacity over the past decade will instantly recognise Philip's work. If you don't, have you been hiding under a rock? You're about to find out what it takes to make it to the top of your industry, how to build a reputation as one of the best, and how you just don't need to look at or pay attention to what any of your competition is doing. Let's go, team. Oh, and Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Unless, of course, you're listening to this in, like, March 2023, in which case, it's too late. Do you want to let Paul's hands down? Yes. Should we keep him there? A little bit, He needs to go, so... Everyone say bye to Paul. Bye, bye Paul! Everyone say, fuck you, Paul. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> If you've listened to the previous episode, you'll know why we're swearing at Paul. Oh... <laughs> We got stood up by Santa Claus, didn't we? Yep, that's Father it. Christmas wasn't interested in coming to a podcast recording. Only, get this, prioritises children. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You're pretty much a child, aren't Unbe- you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, we've, we've got better. We've got better in the house. Way better. Right, are we, yeah, we're all set, Santa. yeah. Yes. We're going. So, who are we, Sam? We are another idea. <laughs> another idea. <laughs> Oh That's who days, we are. Oh <laughs> it's like he's doing this for the first time. No, we are another well, idea. Well, I normally ask you, don't I? Yeah, we're a podcast for... Creatives and entrepreneurs. They just want to level up their business, don't they? Yeah, boom. Want to get better, improve. They want to be inspired. They want to feel creative. They want to just listen to a few guys, just have a chat around business, experience, journeys, whatever it might be, with the idea that might just take some, some ideas away. Yeah, and what should people do? Oh, they need to clickety clickety thing. <laughs> yeah, is that it? They need to do the clickety thing. They need to share the shit out of it. That's what they need to do because it costs them nothing to listen to this. Um, so just yeah, just give us a shout out. Just yeah. tag us, um, put it on your stories. Just do you know what? Actually, in the stats we have from Spotify, the one thing that really struck I, me was exactly what. really struck me was the amount of people that share it on like WhatsApp. You notice that? Yeah, it's yeah. just not. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, send it to me. Send it to some of your mates. Um, anything else you want to talk about on that one? No, I just want to dive in. 48 countries, Igor. <laughs> 48 countries people listen to us in. Yeah, what was the other stats? Uh, number 11? D- peaked at number 11 in the business chart, I think, or yeah. entrepreneurship. Yeah. 
don't know, it might have only been for a day, I don't know, but still, it's, you know, it just shows we're on the right path, doesn't yes, it? Yes, that's exactly it. Um, and today we've got, as, as our previous guest said, we've got Mr. Philip fucking White in the house. What an intro. Is that all right, Pat? We've also, and Ash, we've also got an audience here today, so um, are you all having a good day, guys? Everything okay? Yeah. I mean, they didn't sound too enthusiastic. No, 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 no. Just ask again. Yeah, ask again. They're, they're, they're that food coma they've that's kicked it. in. They had it? a bit of pizza, had a bit of prosecco, and they yeah. just kind of like just. Well, does it, is it different if you ask it? Hey guys, yeah. how are you doing? It's I think it's you. It's definitely different. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's amazing to have the amazing Philip White here Thank you. in the studio. Thank you so much for coming. Um, we really appreciate your time. We know you're a busy guy. And yeah, we cannot wait to dive in with you. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. This is pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, in fact. <laughs> Just yeah. eyes this way, Phil. Eyes this way. Why? I like. Uh, I, yeah. I want to use these guys okay. as, yeah, as some kind of comfort them. blankets. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. More than the comfort blankets of uh, what's, a what's couple of beers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I should. I should say for the audience, uh, uh, for the people listening, that we have an audience here, and we have we are having like a Christmas party. So. Phil hasn't just had a couple of beers because he's just feeling like he needs to take the edge off. He he's been. had a couple of beers because I've like I've bought beers and we've had some prosecco, haven't we? Yeah, um, it's not as nice as champagne. Yeah, um, and yeah, so yeah, great to have you here. Really enjoyed um, chatting That's to you cool. already. I'm like we've we've been chatting. I'm like I don't want to talk to you too much because I want to exactly. just make sure we we kind of cover things on on the pod. Um, but good to see you. We've worked together a few times, I think, over Wait, over the previous years. And then I was trying to, th- I was trying to work it out. I've not seen you for a couple, of, a good couple of years. I think that COVID thing happened since I last saw you. Yeah, um, I think we've done two. Yeah, maybe three. Two or th- two or three. We have. Have you worked? No. Have you worked together, Igor? No, no. It was it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. happen. It'll be way better than Sam's. Yeah, we've so. had we've had experiences. Ow. Haven't we? <laughs> yeah. How's business been? Really good. Um, after everything that's gone on, grateful to be kind of still doing it, but yeah, navigated our way through the whole kind of COVID thing, kind of yep. successfully. I, I hope. Um, yeah, well, looking, you're looking, here and you're still. I'm a, here you're still a video and still a business, and um, yeah, looking forward to next year. And I've not got a hundred weddings booked in, which yeah, many people kind of post COVID have. Yeah, but. Oh, I've definitely heard some stories. Yeah. Um, for those people that don't know who Philip White is, what's your kind of what's your what's your background? I what, what? Got to weddings and I press a button. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sometimes about three hundred and fifty times. Sometimes yeah. a few thousands, maybe. Yeah. Because you, you 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 kind of you you kind of position yourself really as a wedding videographer, didn't you? But you've you've kind of moved quite notably over the last year or two into kind of being a bit of a hybrid between yeah, photo. Yeah, but and, I think that's just video. Instagram in terms of like. I always say you, you, you could video a wedding and you come away with one piece of content, maybe, if it was a good wedding or if it's the kind of wedding that you want to put out there. But you can photograph a wedding and come out with like 400 pieces of content. So that's enough to last you like an entire year. And it doesn't even matter if it wasn't the kind of wedding that you want to necessarily put out there. You may get a cool shot of like something in the corner. That's enough mm. to, to kind of give you that content for one day. So I think that's where I've not just waited and gone, I'll post a film every six months. Um, I'll try and do it a little bit more regularly. But yeah, I've been brave with it. 
I hate social media. But I've been. <laughs> I think one, I've of, been, one, I've been one of mine and Igor for, uh, Igor's first uh, points on conversation yesterday was: it's hard to find much out about Phil, isn't it? He's an he's an elusive, <laughs> yeah. elusive guy. And, and you said what was the word? Enigma. The yeah. enigma. <laughs> the enigma of Philip White. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. Is it intentional? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be that person, but it's just wrong, isn't it? And you think you see it happening more and more and more with stupid fucking TikTok videos and everything. And I can't see you dancing around on the screen, <laughs> if I'm honest. No. And pointing at things. Yeah, I mean... The world would be pretty messed up if, if the day comes when Philip White's <laughs> doing a, hey, I'm this age. I'm but then you, I've said that about everything. I, I think I said that about Instagram. I said it about drones. I put a thing on Facebook. I've not been on Facebook for years. And I put, I, I put a thing on Facebook years ago and I said, if anyone ever sees me flying one of those stupid fucking helicopter things <laughs> you can shoot me and i think the one was that time, your sir steve redgrave moment yeah and then the one time i did it like someone kind of called me out on it but then it's like uh, it's it's kind of people people will book you based on that they may not be the right kind of clients but that is the thing that people go you offer drone you're like depends and like if you offer drone then we'll we'll give you the job you don't need to show the drone, but yeah. So I've kind of, kind of bought into that mm -hmm. a little bit, mm -hmm. maybe. I'm flying, being in control of something flying in the earth. Cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it gets your heart going. Doesn't it gets it? your heart going. I'm the worst. Like I don't, I, I don't want this to be like a drone kind of like thing because I, no, no. like I said, I hate drones, but I just literally, I'm like this. Like it's, it's don't horrible. crush it, don't crush it, don't crush it. And then someone from a hotel will come over and start screaming at you in another language, and you're like. You know I what? It's just I, horrible. I've had that. I've had that. It wasn't for me. It was actually the videographer, but we were, we were in Cannes and we were shooting at this beautiful, beautiful hotel. And, <laughs> and suddenly the hotel manager just literally comes to the wedding party and says, who's is that? <laughs> literally, literally thick French accent. Um, and I just like made a beeline. It's, I don't want to know anything about it. It was the videographers. And, and literally one, one of the guests was in the balcony and he was... He was <laughs> I mean, Eagle's building this up right now, isn't it? <laughs> the guy was in the balcony. Do I need and, a lap card? Do I need to hold a lap card? He comes out naked to his balcony, sees the drone, <laughs> and just complains to the manager. And the manager just comes running down. No, 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 we cannot do that. We cannot. <laughs> Everybody laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, Eagle. It is. If you were there. If yeah. you were there. If you were there. It's um, funny. Let's just rewind the clock a little bit. Let's go. Good let's go back. Let's drones. just go. Let's go back to before Philip White became a videographer and, and started working in the wedding industry. Actually, one of the first things I found when I was googling Philip White was that it was a, a 100 year old Crystal Palace fan. That isn't you, is it? No, this no, is the no. tires guy as well. Oh, this is the tires guy. Yeah, the guy um, who's got the dot com domain as well. He's um, <sighs> he's a photographer yeah. actually. Okay. Yeah. Riding your coat. Riding, yeah. <laughs> what um what what's happened post Post school for Philip White, what uh, what was your kind of journey from sort of leaving the educational system to becoming a, a, a really established high end wedding videographer? I don't. Uh, I'll I'll tell you, but it's it's. Um, I was I was a tax man. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of. Um, it's amazing. It's like my first proper job, and only kind of proper job, really. Right. Um, Straight out of school. 
Pretty much, yeah. No, we kind of we've had a. I mean, we did. We've done everything in reverse, and like we kind of straight out of school had kids, <laughs> like like super super young. Um, you were saying you're then, early, early, your, your eldest is twenty three, which like for me is just blows yeah. my mind that you've got twenty three year old. It's it's a complete other story, but um, and, and it's amazing. But yeah, so kind of came out of school, got like an office job rose kind of quite quickly through the ranks of that really until like the next level was like inspector but then they kind of realized that i didn't actually know anything about tax <laughs> like that was the thing like i was doing like it and other things and and then um my wife came and worked like in the same building and we just i think she came in and did like seven in the morning till midday and then we'd like pass like baby over at like the door of the office building. Then I'd go in and work till like nine o'clock and, 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 and do the rest of it. And I kind of always think about it now in the sense of, I would never give up like a civil service job with a pension, both of us. And I think that's the case, like the older you get with everything, like you, you don't make those, it's harder to make those kind of scurry decisions and i think for us we made the the, the biggest and the best kind of scurriest decisions like early on while we were young yeah. so i just give it up and was like no, i'm gonna work for myself like fuck the pension and everything else and so did it and then pretty much the same as everybody else just kind of maybe shot for like a friend um their wedding and then just how, how old are you at this more, point about two yeah about seven <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, twenties, like early twenties. Okay, definitely, I think. Um, yeah, maybe. And um, yeah, I think what I did, I I did like a few years of photographing weddings. I didn't really know kind of what I was doing, and you, I don't know, you're looking and you're going, yeah, this is good. How do I get better and whatever else? And then kind of seeing these this wave of like videos come over from the States with like the 5D Mark II, the Canon, and was blown away to an extent that you, I, I could never be blown away by anything like that again. Like when you're a teenager and you hear like a certain band and it's like, oh my God, this is like what I'm gonna like, there's just a feeling about, about doing that and being like young. And I just remember seeing this stuff and being like, that's incredible. It was re revolutionary. Yeah. Like it how really do you was. do that? And there's, there's, you know, guys from um, America and a couple of guys from the UK uh, looking at it and really thinking that it was a science. Mm -hmm. like, how do you weave all this stuff together? And I think, kind of think now I'm like, oh, it's not a science. Like I look back at the same stuff and be like, nah, like whatever. But was so into it. And I was like, I have to do that. And I was like, I don't have the gear. Like, I, I, and so you gradually get like bits and bits and bits. Um, and took a lot of like, bold choices early on. So that's probably a big kind of like takeaway. I remember I remember figuring out that every time you did something a little bit braver, you'd get some kind of like, you'd get more credit from it or whatever. So I remember like right at the very start, we used like a dance track on a, on a film. <laughs> and I know other guys who've done this as well. Um, I won't name them because they don't want to, the whole Cheryl Cole soundtrack kind of listen. But <laughs> I did a thing and like it was, um, we put this dance track on and it got picked up by someone. 
and then it got on a blog and then you suddenly start getting more inquiries and then it kind of goes on and on and on. And I think we did like the very first wedding industry awards, but to the extent that I remember being I found like, a photo. Yeah, I found like, a photo of that. It's incredible, it's isn't it? And I looked at it, I was yeah, like, I'm like, is that Phil? That can't <laughs> be Phil. Yeah. I think you've got, <laughs> it's, you've got, stri- the, you've got it's stri- amazing. Style, on. The I know. blazer. <laughs> I know, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, Jen. We'll pull it all up for you in the office. <laughs> should, yeah. Don't worry, guys. We'll I'm at the stage now where I'm like, look at this. That was me. Fresh faced. Um, but pe- people always say about awards and whatever else, but I, would, I think never expected to do anything with it mm. and I, what I remember is that and this was what was it 11 years ago now or, yeah something like that um, remember looking at the other guys who were who made it to like the regional things and being like this is insane I've like I've been doing this for like a year or two this is absolutely insane um, I'm thinking your work is incredible but I look back at the same stuff now and go that was absolutely dog shit like it's so bad um but just being like fascinated by it and winning that first one that very first like wedding industry awards and just being a total shock but then i remember talking you know if you want to sway the conversation to awards or whatever but the years after that the first like three or four years after that i was obsessed by it i was like i want to win this again i want to get these votes this is the most important thing in the world and can you do it and then you come away from it and it, and it's so it, it is so important but I'm at a stage with everything now where I'm like I still want to produce the best that I can but I'm kind of like none of it matters whether I just I always used to go I want to tick that box and tick that box and then it always happened and you don't know kind of what you know whatever it's going to be whether it's I used to always say whether it was like shooting for a particular person or like a camera brand or whatever. And they, it always seems to happen. And I'm like, I don't know if it's just luck or whatever, or you put the right things in place. Um, maybe it is, maybe you're always making those sensible decisions along the way. Maybe you're always saying, you used to always say, do you go left, do you go right? That every, everything you do in life. And if you make the right decision, then you'll, you, you may go further or whatever. Um, but can always kind of trace everything back to like a particular decision. Um, which is very deep and philosophical, but, <laughs> no, but I think it's really it's important. Right, we yeah. spoke about the Leica thing before, and this isn't me trying to sway it or the conversation off to this. It sounds like it is, but I, I just remembered something. No, no, I remember, I hate, I hate Instagram. I've said this, and everything I post, I'll delete. Like 90% of it, like, I don't want to put that out. I can't even bring myself to write a caption because I'm like, this is, it's not genuine. Like, I don't want to say how beautiful the bride and groom are because... Yeah, everybody knows. Like so, <laughs> yeah. so generally, I just I started putting like song lyrics, and then it's like oh, whatever. But I did a thing with a hashtag in, and I shot a wedding earlier this year. And I thought I used to always tag Leica and be, do a thing and be like, mainly because I was like, people are interested in the cameras that I'd be I'd be using. And I thought I'm not going to do this again. So like, why am I doing it? But I picked, I chose a picture. I was like, this is a very Leica picture. This is not a wedding photo. This is a picture of two people in the room where the bride's getting ready and they're playing a little game with their hands. And I remember I leant over the top of them and like did all that and got yeah. this like angle from above. And I was like, I love that picture. But I never post the pictures that I love because the pictures that I love 
aren't like wedding pictures they're not bright enough there's not enough flesh and they're not that colorful and everything else and i was like no i'm gonna do it but this will be the last time and then i was sat there and an hour later at the desk we got an email from Leica, and i just turned to my wife and was like it's happened like they've said can we um can we partner with you and can we make this film and do whatever and and i was like that's that's the big box tick so i was like i love that you know absolutely um but it's all down to those decisions, isn't it? And yeah. if you can think about them and trace them back to, and I could do every, like, I could probably do that for like so many things. I used to do it on the, on the workshops of like how you get particular jobs. And a lot of it's boring, like SEO stuff, but going, oh, do I put a, like a wanky name in the title and say like, I don't know. I think one of them, if I can remember right, I think one of them, the groom was from, LA and I was really like impressed that like they were an American couple getting ready here so I SEO'd that as, as being from you know from from LA to London or something like that but then I then got an inquiry for a wedding in LA and then something else and something else and so you can trace like five weddings from one decision and I was like, this is amazing really but yeah I don't know I wanted to kind of jump in on a few points there, but I was coming out. So no, Phil's, Phil's, on, Stop Phil's me. on a roll. Stop me. Phil's on a roll. First thing, like the awards thing. Yeah. So what, what changed with the awards? What, how did you go from kind of being so pro it and focused on it to that switch going, no, I don't, I just don't care anymore. So not that no, you I, don't care, but you no, know, no, like no. That, I think there was a lot, the, I think I recognized a lot of like the internal kind of politics of them. Yeah. And, you can see how certain decisions are made because certain people are on judging panels. So that could be one of them. Um, but then you also start kind of like looking at the work and going, I know that my work's better than that person, you know, but I know that you're friends with you or whatever else. And you think maybe it's worth, it's not worth kind of trying to continue to push it and push mm. it and push it. And if you don't need it, you know, it, do you need to keep kind of, yeah, going on if, and on and on, some and, of on it, and on. Especially in those early years, is almost like a, a a level of recognition from people that you you're doing the right thing and that yeah. you're you're on the right path. But then you kind of get to the stage where you're like you know you're on the right path and you're doing well. And yeah, but it's still it's still really good. Yeah, um, it's always good to have that affirmation. It's always good to it? have it, but I think it got watered down quite a bit. You know, you like you could enter and put the same logo on and do different things. And I think I suggested like early on, I was like, there's ways of changing it up like have a different have like a gold logo and or a bronze or a silver logo and, and then whatever else and then you could differentiate between you know whatever else and i don't know i just i think i just seen like internal politics of it but i think i, I still think it's like it's such a good thing to kind of get you up and running if you're yeah. driven enough to kind of do it and yeah you know play the game almost um because it can be brutal isn't it putting yourself in yeah. that sort of position in terms of like yeah <laughs> you're actually being judged <laughs> yeah but but then it, but then like i see the thing we're just an industry like we're all like honestly i'm kind of like we're all the same like you get to a point you're like we all we go to weddings we take a camera push a button do whatever so it's when you start thinking who am i being judged by i'm being judged by someone else who does the same thing that i'm doing and then you start going well maybe i've done a bit better than them or maybe i've not done a bit better than them so why are they and i think i just see it and i'm like I don't know whether it's it could just be getting old 
Like someone put, a, I couldn't even tell you. It was somebody, somebody put a thing online before, and it was like so much spiel about being a rising star. And I was like, the rising star. It's like it's almost like saying you, you, you're all right. You're on your, you're on the way up. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. not. I just don't know whether I'm just looking at it with like. You, you've both done them, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's part of the journey, Yeah, but though, I, I kind of think that... I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. It, it's just part of the process, isn't it, I think? Of, yeah. I always think with any kind of award system, it's like, look, if you win something, great, shout about it. If you don't, don't take it to heart. Just yeah. move on, Karen. Just, yeah. But actually, just, at the core of everything that you do should be your... The only people that are really judging you are you couples. Yeah. That's it for yeah. me. Like, it's uh, all we, about... spoke about it before. Like, authenticity is, like, massive. But just do it and, mm. and and stick with it yeah but then the argument is like does that if if you're not that authentic you probably get more jobs you know you probably where well, that means you're more successful i think i think for me and, and literally kind of like you with twia really um quite early on in my career getting like a a rangefinder was was like was amazing it was amazing because it was early on in my career yeah, yeah, yeah. so like to get it now it wouldn't mean that, mean that much really but to get it that early on yeah. meaning that it just propels you forward and it gives you the year before me when you sorry you were the year before me when you i think 2014 um, i can't remember um you do you've got it no i like, really can't on, on, really on your can't bedside table haven't you Michael? Yeah. He, he put a good word in for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened um <laughs> it was really early on though it was really yeah. early on and yeah i was still yeah uh, so it, early on we're, yeah we're not we're not for a second sort of downplaying anybody no, 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 that no, has no, won no. an award that like the recent rangefinder announcement it's like fair, if you've won it amazing it's an amazing achievement and you should absolutely be shouting about it but i suppose as you become more experienced in the industry you start to realize that it's not, awards are not it's everything. not the be all and end all, is it? Yeah, yeah. but go for um, them, kids. Go for them. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's what I, would I say. think. From from a lot of people in the industry, they would probably see what you do as a videographer and a photographer now, and and sort of say that you are kind of you're in this position of being like a really high end kind of luxury videographer that has really established themselves over the sort he of shot last... for the royal family and yeah, Oscar winners. Yeah, it's incredible. You didn't. You can't have started out in that kind of. No. market at, like at what point did it sort of start to kind of move into into that kind of high-end market so it's always i i spoke about this probably about three times already today and and absolutely it is it it's what you show right and what you say and what you don't say but you you shoot kind of you can shoot 60 weddings in the year right so you can be starting off and shoot 60 weddings in the year. The key is that you don't blog or show images or film from all of those 60 weddings, but you recognize why so many of those weddings are, it's a horrible word to use, but like better than the others, or like they're higher budget than the others, or a couple might be better looking than the others or whatever, but then you go, right, okay, this has got something about it, so I'm only gonna put this one out. And it's just like a circle. And you can still do that. You can still go. The, the the skill to that, I think, is recognizing it. And I'm not an expert in it in any way, shape, or form. There's people who do it a lot better than me. But it's 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 recognizing that. Okay, we said it before. This dress may have cost, you know, a couple of thousand pounds, which is a lot of money to some person. But then this dress may have cost like a quarter of a million pounds. And you put certain things out at certain times. 
And then the people who are looking at your work, making those decisions are more likely to lean towards you than someone else because your clients aren't photographers or videographers. Wedding planners aren't photographers. You know, they don't, they don't see the images the same as you do. So people are looking at those images and just making a general kind of assumption based on how good looking the couple are, you know, and where they are and what they're wearing. And they go, oh, that's a bit like the kind of wedding that I want. So I'll, I'll inquire to this person. And I, the example I give before when I was speaking to someone was a planner said to me years ago, I can't believe you put a, an image in with someone drinking a bottle of beer. <laughs> And I was like, that's an incredible image. He had it, yeah. he had it balanced on his head <laughs> in the party. And she went, yeah, but, but my, my couples don't drink beer. I was like, yeah, one, of my, one, of my, one of my questions yeah. was that I'd, I'd, I'd heard from somebody that had been on your workshop and you said, oh, Phil won't put, won't put uh, <laughs> frames of anybody drinking beer in because it's not that yeah, market. I've just used the story. And it, and, and it kind of ties into this whole point of like, what you're saying is it's about a level of curation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but with video, it, it's it. You don't really get the choice. You could, you can pick certain like frame, you know, certain clips out. There's a lot of work, editing work, whatever. Whereas you can shoot a wedding, photograph a wedding, and go, wow, that's just that one thing is a good shot, mm. um, and use it as content. And it is nowadays. It's the content that kind of gives you the um, the work. But that's how I've, I've been so selective with videos. Um, and even now, like I, I've always said, um, at language and using subtitles and, you know, someone speaking in, in, a, in a French accent is always better than um, like a regional UK accent. You have to be careful, don't you? <laughs> Thank you. Be careful, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, who do you want to say? <laughs> he said regional. Yeah, I did well, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I did well. Got out of that one, okay. Um, yeah, but it's true. It's true. And the North-South thing. You know, people, you know, people kind of um, living in London, listening to any strong northern regional accent on a film will can instantly dismiss the entire product based on their assumptions about what that wedding's like. Um, and, you know, beautiful weddings, beautiful people. Um, but it's which is a truth. shame. Which is a shame. It is a it? shame. But what, what you're saying actually is like is, is is brutally honest. Really. I'm going to be and can, I, and I'm, cancelled. I'm aware. One hundred. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think, uh, it's a really difficult subject to approach. But I think it is a shame that people do that. But but people are ultimately people are fickle. Aren't yeah. They? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But it's kind of how you. Yeah. It, it's kind of what you've got to do, I suppose, if you're gonna. You know, if you if you're going to do that, and I say move forward, but it's not. It, it kind of feels odd and feels wrong. But um, yeah, where there's money in weddings and higher paid weddings or whatever else, they're looking at your work and judging it. You know, they're not judging your work almost. You know, because you could have the same film, you could have the same product, but with just different accents and a different design address. That's it. You know, mm. that's literally it. But. One um, yeah. one quote I took from doing a bit of research for, from you was that um, you'd, you'd said, I only achieved any success when I stopped caring about how other people were filming. 
Maybe. Where are these we things do, coming from? <laughs> we, do, we do homework, Phil. We do homework. <laughs> but um, no, it's just to really stand that point because I think you know, we've we've talked about it countless times in here. Like this, you know, we talked about it on the previous episode with Cat and Ash about comparison and what I think other people are filming. Yeah, yeah, it is because you judge you. You kind of compare yourself to everyone else doing it. We've had a few conversations. Sure, we'll move on to pricing, but that's a big thing. You go. Or you hear on the grapevine, you got this person's charging X amount. So my work's better than them. I need to I need to charge the same amount of money. And it is. You feel like you're constantly being kind of judged by you know by everybody else. And everyone's doing the same thing. It's it's some people are maybe bolder than other people. We said before you can be you can go straight down the middle. I know like some photographers and it's like their tagline and they're just like I go I'm straight down the middle you know so it's like always just what it what I mean what is straight down the middle maybe like 80% color 20% black and white brightness kind of like mainly couple shots and that is the stuff that sells and if you were to kind of put that out there and in, it's like Instagram like Instagram likes flesh and color and you will get more engagement with flesh that sounds a bit weird doesn't it but but it is like as opposed to a black and white image of like something pretty in the corner or some something blurred or whatever but if you post what is obvious a couple together and there's lots of kind of and it's really colorful and there's lots of flesh tones that sells because it's human nature and it's horrible but they'll they'll put that in front of more people because it's what people want to see um and I've seen it before and I do, I've done like little mini experiments and get drawn into kind of posting that way and go, maybe what if I just post the, the traditional picture and then you see that it gets more likes and more engagement and you think, oh, maybe I should keep doing this. But then that's where you've got to tell yourself, no, I'll just try what and- What stops you doing that? Yeah. What, what stops, stops you? Yeah, what stops you? Because I think most people would be of a mindset, I think, where they would go, all, of my, mar- all of my marketing activity needs to be about reach. And yeah. if, if if this activity is showing me that I'm getting more engagement, more likes, more interest, then surely I need to go after that more. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like staying true to yourself, but then when you get the couples through who you know you're a perfect match and they are on the exact same page of you and when they go, we've looked at all this other stuff, but it's not, we want something like this. We want some, and they explain it and they point to images and go, we, we like this. And you think, okay, that's when it's worth it. But then that's when those couples are in the minority. Like you're not, because like I said, people don't study photography and people don't know exactly what they want. They just want pretty images. And I think, so when you do get kind of more artistic couples through and they go, yeah. And then they give you free reign as well. That's when they go, right, just do your thing. Do whatever you want to do. And you're like, okay, I like that. And so, and it kind of works. And I think, I don't know, I always think that's when you're probably more likely to not run into trouble, but people want things changing with the work or they're like, I don't like this. Could you put this in black and white? Or have you got a shot of, you know, the back of my dress on the floor? Have you got a shot of this person and me and this person and whatever else? You probably don't, I don't really get that anymore. But you always get that when someone's just making that straight down the line choice of going, I just want a wedding photographer. I just want someone who's going to capture pretty images. Um, 
and it's weird and talking about kind of like progressing through pricing or whatever else but you think i think what what i hate is that the the, the people who are who aren't paying as much money or paying like kind of at the, the bottom end of the market or whatever the people who are like really they've saved up for that and it means so much to them you know they may be like teachers or whatever and you think okay this means absolutely everything to you um but because it because they've saved up for years and years and years for it they're entitled to say actually no have you got a, pers- a picture of this or the, this detail or that detail or whatever else and i think and again it's horrible and it's wrong but then if you are getting someone who's got unlimited funds and but in the same hand they're also saying you do whatever you want and you're not you're less likely to run into those imi- those those issues um which I don't know. It's kind of like ideal situation, isn't it? That you're not getting the issues and you're you're getting more money. But I don't know. So it is. It's always angling. It's angling what you do to a certain place and a certain client. Um, bigger picture stuff, right? That's what it is. It's yeah. always being bigger picture. I know it's going. Where you? Where to sort of like wanting to get into the luxury market? And I and I know it can be very much like people see it from afar and again Instagram isn't it Instagram yeah, yeah, has yeah. a lot to blame for that really but where you sort of like get into the mindset yeah I really would love um, to get into the luxury market how how would you even start if you were to do it today see the thing is what ISO is that camera on because it's really bugging me I know I changed it when I was on there Oh, that's fine. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, oh. you know when it's on your mind. I, know, I feel better now. <laughs> Just feel better. Oh, you know I've been sat here for like fifteen minutes going. I changed that when we were on our break, and I was playing around with it. It's all going to be in your mind, oh, isn't it? God, I can breathe. We're Sorry, we're going to say two thousand. We sat with a videographer. You'll it's get way it. Way too technical. You'll right? get it. Um, you must have done that when you were in a church. You're like, shit. What did I put that camera on yeah, over there? Yeah, many. When it's on your mind, it's on your mind, isn't it? Many, many <clears> times. Um. It's funny you should ask that question. <laughs> um, I I kind of I I don't think I'm like the luxury market because of that because of doing things so much darker and maybe a little bit more create kind of darker creative shall we say um, and I always think I could make life easier for myself especially in terms of like working with planners um, you could get more luxury gigs. Um, if you worked in a certain way, but I can't bring myself to do it. And it's not, it's so natural now that even if I, if I pick up a camera to shoot anything, I did, um, I was in Italy last week and the, it was, it was one of my brides for next year. It sounds really, this sounds so, um, we were doing a venue visit. So I'd gone over to literally to just like, she was doing a fitting and looking at the venues. So I went to venue over. visit in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone um, here done a venue visit in Italy before? No? Just doing them all the time. So so we went to the Vatican. And, of course you did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah. Just um, give us more, Phil, give us more. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I'm allowed to, but it's it's so good. Um what was I even saying? We're doing it. You do know that if you, if you sign an NDA for this, you have to be really careful. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Phil I'm, actually I'm did so say. <laughs> Is this live? No, it's not live. Yeah. But it's been recorded though, Phil. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just speak everything and black <laughs> everything, so just please be careful with me. It's more people that I'm like, that person. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Anyway, she, she said, can you do some headshots for me? I was like, I've never, never done headshots. I was like, I'll give it a go. 
So I did these headshots. I had to stop and say, "You, I can't help myself, but I, these are going to be dark. And I put her in like kind of certain places and shot them. And she was like, no, I trust you, it'll be fine. And they were, they were super, super dark. But that stems back from like, they book you for a reason. They go, we know that your pictures are like this. Um, but the luxury market thing, I know I could like, I think I said to you before about shooting details. You can be amazing at shooting candles and you'll get so many bookings for planners because they want shots of their candles and their tables and everything else. Whereas I could be good at shooting people like and being fast and if they there's certain emotions going on or recognizing certain things or infiltrating certain groups and, and, and taking images that way. But do they really care about that? So I know that, so going back to it, I know that there's certain things that I could do. And I know so many suppliers, video and photo, who do that, who are more luxury. But then I also look at that work and think, I don't like it. I don't like it because it's just straight down the middle. And it only looks good because it's a luxury wedding, because it's a higher price wedding. It's still the same kind of crappy shots or whatever, but because it's because they spent X amount of money on flowers or whatever, there's, there's no creativity in it. Um, anyone can put like a wide angle lens on, on a gimbal or whatever, or just taking pictures and just point it at like the flowers. You know, everyone, anyone can walk around and just, just kind of get it. And if the subject in front of you looks incredible, it's a room where they've spent a million pounds on flowers, then it's gonna look, it's gonna look all right. I mean, you'd hope so. <laughs> you would hope so, but you can think can you get sometimes you can't get something from that sometimes mm -hmm. you go okay i can't like it, it's harder to get a creative image from that or a still image or a still video image um but i think that's where i'm more like honest with it like i'll say i'll say to the couple i'm like no this isn't working or if you go out and do a couple shoot and they're a bit wooden i'm like guys this isn't for you is it you know i'm Maybe that does me kind of like, <laughs> but I'm the first to say with everything, just no, this, we need to do something else. I was going to ask you if you, like, do you feel the pressure and stuff, but it kind of feels like you're quite comfortable in that you place do, and, yeah. and you're I mean, very self-aware. You, yeah, you do with certain things and maybe time or whatever. And if you've, you know, you've only got like 10 minutes to shoot a certain thing, but you then whatever else just kicks in, instinct take, mm. kicks in. And if you've only got 10 minutes to do something, that's you just do it you know that's what you do i said to a, a, a bride last night and it sounds like such a, like a cliched kind of wanky thing because I, I always say it but i'm like the photos of the film i always feel like it's like 10 percent of the overall product because i feel like you you're involved so much in everything else and you're involved in what happens like on the day and, and different things and you're making decisions and you can be the guy who's like, I've done everything. I mean, like, especially with COVID in the last couple of years, like I've been left like looking after, like in a curring role or like having at weddings holding kids. Like it, it's the, the Rome thing last week, I may need to cut this, I don't know. But I was in, I was in like the planning we meeting. We don't cut them. No, 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 <laughs> I was in like, there's, no, there's nothing. But I was like, I got invited into like the the main planning meeting because for the, 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 the three days before that, that I was with the couple, I was just giving like sensible advice and being like, you don't need this. And you do realize that this plan is gonna come over to you and try and sell you the most expensive thing because they know you've got some money. And they were like, oh, 
we never thought that's why don't you sit in with the meeting so I suddenly went into like this financial like advisor. high level like planning <laughs> role and thinking I wish I was planning a wedding he was a babysitter yeah. and financial yeah, advisor yeah yeah <laughs> like kind of doing everything but then you think it is a lot more I was in um, I was somewhere with um, a guy who works with me if, if I get a, a photo video job um I have one guy who does the videos for me and I do the photos. If it's video on its own, I do it. If it's photos on its own, I do it. But I only use um, one guy who I, who I really trust and love. Um, and we were shooting something a few months back and he basically, he was like, you need to, there needs to be a way that you recognize your interventions during the day. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you're you're shooting and it's nothing and i i feel that as well and if it like photography especially if you're using certain cameras I, it's literally like a teenage girl i'm just like like I, i'm not giving any thought to kind of that but he was basically saying there is a million and one other things that you do alongside that in the day and you're saying why don't we go to this place or you know um like basically, this is like one of the, the the most exclusive hotels in Europe, and I went in and said, "This room's crap. Like, like, why are you in here? Like, you need to go somewhere else." So then we'll go and we'll find somewhere else and say, "Right, you can go in here and go in this place, and do this and do this." And why don't you move that your timings for this are a bit rubbish? And you know, you're looking a bit sad. Why don't you? You know, do you want a drink? I can do this. And like, you're doing all of this other kind of stuff throughout the day that you don't even realize you're doing. Um, that is probably adding so much value. You hope it's adding so much value. Um, you might just be a pain in the ass, but um, you're doing that and giving them images kind of at the same time. Um, but I, I don't, I, I think especially with photography, I think maybe that's because I've done video a lot. I do find photography easier. Um, I think especially with the edits, but then I always felt like it was like a freedom so I always went, so I was like, I'll get the smallest camera and like, I'll make it as easy as I can. Um, and I took that to the extremes. I've like rocked mm. up to shoot, like photograph a wedding with literally just like, like a little camera and like two batteries in my pocket and been like, yeah. this is it. You know, I think on the, on the few occasions I've worked with, it's been <laughs> one of those things that really stood out to me very quickly, which is how stripped back you are in terms of kit. But well, so the, the first one we did, I had a big like screen. I distinctly remember everything about oh, I can't remember that yeah. one I just remember, I, I, maybe I just remember the last one where you just literally got a single yeah, camera yeah the last one I did maybe you had a monopod yeah um, and you I always had a really, really minimal. stupid haircut when I worked with you <laughs> that's the one the, the one thing that jumps to mind yeah, okay. for different reasons and I always remember thinking at the time <laughs> What's going on here? What are we doing with your hair? Well, Sam well, just well the hair is beautiful cool. today, Dave. <laughs> look at those waves. It's just straight down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> straight down the middle. Um, Talking talk about minimal gear, I think it's, it was one of the first few times that I heard of, heard about you, really. And, and, and I heard you tell this story before in terms of, like, um, it was you were shooting a wedding and you were literally just using a single monopod sort of thing and ended up in the national news in terms of like the image itself not yeah 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 it's always me me fucking like a national newspaper there's the couple and there's phil on the on the corner sort of thing with his minimal gear and people just just literally tearing you down because he's literally using minimal gear yeah yeah yeah. um why minimal gear what what makes you sort of like attracted to it because i'm lazy (laughs) no 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 i'm sure no 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 it's it's 
It is. Because yeah. I'm the same. So I just want yeah, to break the less it down. You can, the yeah. less you can bring to a day. And do you know what? It's that thing of like, just boys love stupid toys. That's the, the whole drone thing, don't they? And I can see the appeal of that. And I can see like the tech appeal of like, this thing does this thing. Or, you know, you can bring all of this stuff. And I've done it before, like years and years and years ago. I think we had this like 19 foot crane that like these <laughs> students at a uni had built and it was like, oh, amazing. And we hauled it in and like, even on a dance floor, we had this like thing that was about the size of this room. The shots were, were like, were super, but then, I don't know, it comes a point where you're just like, I don't, I don't need worth it? any of this. And mm. I've gone kind of further and further and further. I think the story that you're on about I, I had like these baby tripods, these little white mini tiny tripods that I put on a dance floor for maybe like the first dance or speeches or something. And it's a typical Facebook thing that another kind of industry like professional in America or whatever was like, I can't believe this couple. Cause the, the whole article was about how much money they'd spent on the wedding. And it was like, I can't believe this couple have hired like this amateur because they'd looked at the tripods and then it, went into like the usual big like Facebook argument between, I don't even think I got involved, but like other people. Um, but I use them for years. Um, I still now, I think I've, they're still like as minimal as, as they can be, but I've ditched the monopod. Like even with video, I'll kind of shoot it handheld. Um, Get in. I know, but I, I think that's taking advantage of technology with like stabilization yeah, yeah. and whatever else and, and knowing that I can do it and you know, from a techie kind of perspective on that, you have to shoot differently, like kind of have to shoot slow motion, super slow motion. So you can, you can just hold it all the time. Um, and maybe not use like an 85, maybe strip that to like a 50 or a 35, but I'd rather do all that stuff so that I've not got the stick. I always call it the stick. I hate, like I used to hate it. Cause you're just at a wedding with like all these like people like you were, cool and like having fun and you're at the same wedding with the a stick, guy with a stick with a stick <laughs> and i'm like i don't want to carry a stick around with me all the time so the next time i see a video crew with a stick i'm gonna smile a little <laughs> <be> bit like, <laughs> stick. but then they, they go even further they have like fucking big steering wheels and and all kinds of stuff that they're running around with um i just i don't know i can't hey, oh, hi. okay you go is that tickled yeah that was the wrong time to take the sip of water because it was about to go everywhere <laughs> It, but it, it is Sam. it's boys we toys Sam so Igor <laughs> Studio Ninja yeah let's just talk let's talk a little bit about our sponsor and I was wondering about what we need to say in this little section because I really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business and yeah. one thing that came up recently was in my own business was that I was thinking about whether I need to get a VA on board mm-hmm. like do I need somebody that's going to help me just you know perform some of the admin tasks and when I looked at it and I re- it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for I realised that I don't actually do much admin Yeah, and I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah. Everything's automated. Yeah, my invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out. Email templates. Cha- email templates, chasing up invoices. Yeah, everything's fully automated to the point where it doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway. So it kind of defeats the whole point of a VA. So for me, it is a very integral part of my business. Yeah. And I think when you're running a business, you're self-employed like we are, mm-hmm. you know, being efficient, yeah. being productive, making sure that, things run in the right order. If you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task, you have to say to yourself, why am I repeating this? Automate it. Um, and if you can automate it, then that's it. And that's really where Studio Ninja fits in with me and my business. And 
They have very kindly given us a discount code, haven't they, for this podcast? So yeah. what's that discount code, Igor? Another idea. And another idea gets you 50% off your first annual subscription. Yeah. So it's just a no-brainer. I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Shooting Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninja. Same, same with cameras and upgrades and doing whatever. And I get it. And it's quite easy, especially in video, in the video world. There are, yeah, there are yeah. so many things that you can buy. There definitely are in, in photo, but I think mm. in video, it's like tenfold. Yeah, you know, it's not all the but it's justifying. It's kind of like, obviously, there's new versions of things come out. And it's saying, right, okay, why is this thing giving me like value? Like, what, you know, what is it? Why should I change the mics that I had? like for this thing um so like i kind of for years and years and years i think I, I i think i was the first person to use the little stick sony microphones that you click on um and then i talked about them on the course like the online course and then you suddenly you like can't get hold of them and like about like a year surely ago surely you did on you, you went on commission no, didn't, didn't you affiliate it would have been like everything. the best thing ever because they're just <laughs> you can't get hold of them but then i thought okay they are like just solid they're, they're okay sound and they're still really good in like certain situations but i was very much like okay how do i raise the like what can i do to get to get that better without having extra kind of gear so i've upgraded like mike since it means going back to like i now got a cable that i need to stuff in people's pockets and it's like that's annoying but i think there's there's a middle ground between it all and if you can find the perfect solution for it where obviously if it's super, super minimal and the quality might not be as great, I think especially with things like sound, but I bought um I bought a cinema lens like about eighteen months ago because I thought that basically I'd I'd be the guy who does this first <laughs> just to see if this if this does anything. So I was like, I'm gonna buy the same lens that all these movies have been shot with. And I I was like, this mortgage size amount of money will make the difference to me and so I, the first thing i did was i rang up the company and i was like how do i get hold of one of these lenses and they said oh we can make one for you but it'll be ready in two years i was like okay that's that's not what i want to do so i found this like production company in london went down picked up this lens and the guy kind of tried and it wasn't a perfect fit that sounds really weird with my camera it was like a difference like it was a super eight lens and my full frame camera and but it worked somehow it just about worked and we tried a different focal lens and all the other focal lens had like weird horrible black vignetting and but my kind of the 50, the 75 that i put on it didn't and i took it out into the street in london and i just pointed it at a crowd and went Fuck, that's a film that's a movie i was like instantly i was like that is incredible and then i suddenly realized over three months that the weight of it we just couldn't instead of having a stick i just had like a lens that was like this big so it's like even though it's giving me quality when you suddenly bring it down to like instagram size where 90 percent of the people are watching it can anyone record does anyone know the difference in that apart from me um i was like no i can't do it anymore so i'm i, I think it's still everyone tries to figure these things out but you come up with the perfect i'm still photographing with the same little camera I did seven years ago so I've not kind of changed like if it's right it's right and I think if it's perfect then like don't change it it's but. so refreshing to hear that from someone 
kind of like you because you you started with Canon, right? And then yeah, Sony Canon, became Sony. an ambassador. Yeah, and like uh, became an ambassador. So you're kind of like quite prominent, really, within that within yeah. the industry, and still you could be here sort of like pushing yeah you need all the gear you, you need this you need this because this is the best yeah this i mean gonna get you this but you kind of like you, you don't anti. <laughs> yeah i mean that was a big thing with sony i mean it's probably into so much trouble for it but like literally i was getting paid to say this camera was amazing and so one thing happened right i went to like a similar thing to this but there's like a few hundred people um it wasn't a podcast it was like a big like videography event a guy came up to me and he was like, oh, I've just bought the, I don't know nothing about cameras. I bought the F whatever, blah, blah, blah. He said, because of your recommendation. And I was like, oh, I've never really like shot with it. And he's going to spend like 10 grand on a camera. <laughs> this is awful. I thought, this is terrible. <clears throat> like Sony basically went, look at this. Um, like tell us about how good these functions are. And a few, a couple of the times I did it, I had literally, I had to Google how to turn the camera on. I was like, how do I use all these things, all mm. these buttons? Like, these are just, it's alien to me. I just want a red button and go, or a shutter button. Well, that's it. That's all, like, it's as simple as that. Or your three main kind of controls that you have. Um, I'd be happy with that. So all this kind of, like, tech, I was like, no. I did it, because obviously it's like a prestige thing at the time. Um, and then just went, no, I don't really kind of like, don't really want to do this. What was his response when he heard that? I don't, I didn't, <laughs> I, just moved, I, just moved, <laughs> I just moved along, but, um, yeah, I think the like of things more genuine just cause it's, I'm not saying like, I'm, it's, it's cameras that I've used for like a few years now and it's more of a brand thing. So it's not like, it's like any car could get you from A to B. It's like, why do you use? Like I, I'm honest about the Leica stuff and it's like sometimes maybe not the image is going to give you better than other cameras, um, especially when you put it down to Instagram size. But if you feel really good about it, it's like if you bought a racing bike or whatever and it's like, this is quality, this is like a really good thing. I think that makes you kind of perform better on the day. Um, and for me, it just fits in with those higher end weddings or whatever. I'd have guys coming up to me and being like, oh, can I have a look at this? Because they've got so much disposable income, you know, and they want to buy crap that they don't need. So it's an in to like other weddings or whatever else. But yeah, it's pretty good. So we want to scan by Leica? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do we get a scan code? You got this got code? Get no, no, no. Yeah, I wish I did. Um, just from a from a from a work and a, a aesthetic point of view, we're, we're, it's kind of it's kind of similar. I think one th one thing I've always admired about your work is that you have a very kind of clear vision. It comes across that you have a clear vision. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't ever you sit. Well, in fact, I'm pretty sure you don't get sucked into any kind of trends or gimmicks of any kind of sort. It's like you have a. I can watch. A, I can watch something and not know it's you, but know it's you. Like a video, video wise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how how soon into your your kind of career as a wedding videographer did you kind of hone in on that style and that kind of awareness of yeah. this is the kind of stuff I'm going to create and I'm just going to stick to it because it's kind of I've like kind of done the same thing for years now. But it, it and it's stuff you know, that it's I may working. take for granted. Yeah, but it is literally like there's no movement, or there may be like a little bit of kind of like the movement now from it being handheld. Yeah. You mean that's but movement from the camera? Like you're not moving? Yeah, you're yeah. Not, I'm not okay. walking not, around with something no, 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 or, or trying no. to do something like that. There may be a tiny <clears throat> bit of like movements. There's um, movements in the frame from whoever's in yeah, front of you, but yeah. 
you're not actively moving. No, no, no I'm not actively, actively moving. Um, I think those the ingredients of like the, the films haven't changed. Like pretty, I mean, going back to like I did, I had sliders and stuff, and I yeah, look yeah. back on Vimeo and look at like stuff from twelve years ago, and it's and it is everything. Everything is moving, um, so you kind of change that way. But for the most part, it's just that solid. And even now, when I go into an edit. I can surprise myself of like how quick certain things will take. And and sometimes I'll think, oh, am I just rushing this or am I just kind of like palming this off? It's like, no, it's because I know what to expect. You know, I can, there's a structure to films that doesn't need to change, you know, without going too kind of technical about it. You kind of go, well, you have a bride getting ready in the morning. Which bit of audio works well over that? It's the dad saying nice yeah. things about her. So you have people arriving at a church or something else. What audio works well over that? Well, it's usually a vicar saying, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the church. And then in the middle, you have the vows. Everything has a place. Mm. And it's like, what can you put over the top of wedding vows? Well, you can't put the best men and the guests drinking because that doesn't work. There's only really like the couple stuff. So like the couple stuff goes over the top of that or like them walking down the aisle so it's like everything just as a place so you suddenly yeah. find that you can just I think it's also like it's also, worth, it's also worth remembering that like your couples that are, you're shooting for now they're booking you because of the work that they've seen yeah yeah and ultimately they want what they want is what they've seen yeah and I think so many yeah. sort of photographers and videographers fall into the trap of like trying to kind of become like uh, you know like reinvent themselves all the time like trying to push themselves creatively yeah. which is like hugely admirable but sometimes it's just you can about do it gradually like, yeah. I think you can always gradually, we've had like conversations today, like many, about having one eye on the trends for photography. And it's so easy to be left behind um, and suddenly not be relevant. So I think if you almost stay in touch with those trends, but not completely, you know, there's people doing it really well. So this is like photography, I, I suppose. I don't really watch many videos because like, I. I don't know, it's like a commitment, I think, to like sit and, and watch them, but the images are just there. And I think the people who seem to be doing well, like bang on trend, you go, well, you're going to have to adapt because that's not going to be, there's going to be a time in a few years maybe where nobody wants movements or the blurry pictures or there's going to, it's going to, something else is going to take over. Um, and you could talk about this kind of all day. There's like the whole Greg Williams kind of, fast kind of dirty behind the scenes stuff it's like, it looks great when the celebrities but then if they're not celebrities or they're not the best looking people or whatever else how does that kind of fit in how does that work so i think it's always just having even if you're not doing it yourself having one idea like having one eye on what trends are happening and just kind of almost keeping in touch with it maybe do it a little bit unless it's stupid you know smoke bombs or whatever else but like <laughs> like I think it, it, it's a thing of like you can see you kind of go oh it's knowing that that was like three years ago mm. and the problem is if you don't if you're not recognising that that was three years ago you know or which is hard when you may and god I probably might fall into this category myself but then if you go if you look at someone and you go they are getting all they've got all the followers and they are getting all the love on their images and people are going, this is amazing. But then you go, yeah, because those people have still been giving them all that love for the last like three years. 
So I think it's like a kind of thing of going, how do you just keep in touch? And I think that's where you, I always say about influence and make sure that you're following like all like your Vogues and, and all those kind of things, because then that's what's on trend. And you might not like it, or you might think this is a bit, this is nothing like my style, but At if you're like three styles behind, like it is like now everything is just like- yeah, um, it, it all filters down. It is, yeah. I think it's just weird because I don't know whether because of COVID and everything that's everything on Sky News has gone to Zoom. So everything is, it's accepted that everything is more kind of like rough and ready, but it feels like that's what's happened with photography in the last couple of years as well. So there's two things, there's things being um, like, it doesn't matter if like horizon lines are straight, everything can be like on the wonk. Um, like composition, so it seems it's almost like composition doesn't matter. Like people will be weirdly, not in a good way. Like you can you can kind of do it in a good way. Come on, Phil. Go on. No, no, no. But just things that are, are like horribly wrong. But then I'm thinking, is that just me getting old and looking at this image and going, well, that's like half a person and you're in the wrong place and it's at a weird angle. But that's intentional and that's kind of what people are going for. Yeah. Um, and then the whole motion blurry thing, which I'm still. It's the, the just fuck-ups. The fuck-ups, the, the 5% of the work that are fuck-ups and people are just saying, I'll, uh, because it's cool, and I've done it, and seen and yeah. what the response is, but then I've done it because it was a fuck-up. And I've been in a dark church and I forgot about my, I've, they've been walking out and I've not put the right setting on and I've been still on like 100 ISO and I've gone, oh fuck, the, the blood. And I fixed yeah. it and I've got, a good, I've got the shots. But then three years later, I'll be like, oh, that's cool. But it's when you see people going back through, this is the danger now. It's when you see people going back through like the holiday photos from like 16 years ago of a picture of a camel or something that's totally out of focus and blurred and being like, oh, I was just playing around with some, you know, some movements. <laughs> just playing with some movements. And you're like, you weren't. You, it was, yeah. it was a fuck I up. Saw, when you, uh, I saw yeah. someone on Instagram the day that got like a huge amount of traction. It was a, somebody that had taken photos on like a, a 2004 Sony Cybershot and yeah. it was like, God, they actually look quite cool. I'm like, why, why do they look cool? They would have looked awful when they were taken. We'd have slated them. But the, just, I mean, trends. yeah, trends. it is, yeah. it's, it's, it's trends. The, the, there always has to be an argument. Do you want to pull your cracker? Come on. I do, yeah. I just I feel like it's a comfort blanket. <laughs> um, I'm going to put my hat on. I can't bring myself Christmas, to hold Christmas it in, episode, hold it? It in the middle. Is. Come on, Eagle. Maybe, maybe I'm going to have to. I'll Come do on. what the kids do. Do you want the joke, guys? Do you want the joke? Oh, what did the kids uh, Yeah. It just got out. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, well, there we go. Again? What's know, green? I've been, I've been generous. <laughs> What's green covered in tinsel and goes ribbit, ribbit? No. Mistletoed. When you when you when you sat when you sat here reading it, you're like everyone's surely going to get this. It's so obvious. And then hearing you'll go, hmm. Why why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? Because they always drop their needles. Yeah. Oh, yes. On a roll. Eagle, what have you got? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Eagle. Merry Christmas. Is it this? Yeah, it is. Is it this? No, it's not that. Have you ever pulled a cracker yeah. before? <laughs> this is Igor's first Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to put uh, it on. Here we go. <laughs> 
What does snowmen wear on their heads? Ice caps. Ice caps. You said hats. You said hats. Brilliant. Anyway. Uh, where were we? Where it took, were it, we? took it. We you, were on trends. You stopped me mid rant. Like mid. Um, yeah, mid rant. We can we can trends. we can stoke another one up. Do you want us to? What else grinds your gears, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a full therapy session. Is that yeah, what it is? I don't know. Just let it all out, Phil. Just let it all out. I don't, I don't like. Let's super, t- let's I don't like super eight videos. Okay. I think people are gonna hate. Yes. I think couples are gonna hate them in three or four years' time. I get it. I do get it. But, but I think that's that's why people love them in some ways. That it's the nostalgia of them, really. Yeah, but it's not because they never had a super eight video. They're only like. 21 <laughs> getting married <laughs> like I get it but, th- but then I'm looking at like I bought some old camcorders last year to put some old cassettes in and get the, the footage out and now I'm looking at the cameras and being like they'd be they'd be pretty cool so I I will buy into it mm. but then I might just stop myself like just beforehand do you know what I mean because you do see it and you see the love that it's getting and you go Maybe I should try a bit of that. Polaroids, same thing. I kind of I've done it, and I don't. You speak about my Polaroids. I think there's a place. I think there's a place. I think there's a market for all of it. Yeah. I, I genuinely do, and I think it's just about yeah, you yeah. find you finding what's 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 true and, and genuine to you. And I don't hate it. That much. Just, um, whilst we're on the, the subject of gear a little bit, like how how has that changed over the sort of ten years that you've been in the industry? How has it kind of affected your work and, and the, the how you kind of approach uh, a wedding day? Obviously, you've, you've talked already about how you've kind yeah, of stripped it's a lot minimal, of the kit but down. I think every every change that I've made has been for a good reason. Like the tech that I've brought in, it's given me something um, valuable. Um, I don't know. So I shoot kind of like log now. So basically, all the color grading is done afterwards. So you're basically the what you're videoing almost like kind of like if you shoot like a raw photo um it's really flat it's it it's basically like a really fat flat kind of like boring gray image if you look at it like as it is as it's being shot um but then you've got the ability to stretch that and kind of like add add your own colors and do stuff with it and i don't do too much to do to it but when i started that I, I think what I did was for about three years, just talking about log kind of footage, every wedding that started a season was a massive wedding. And I'd always go into it and be like, I, th- I don't know if anyone else does this, but you go into the first wedding of the year and you're like, I'm going to do this, shoot I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I always went in being like, you're supposed to shoot log, and color grade it afterwards. But if you're not good at doing that, and basically right, exposing, seeing a, a flat gray image with no color um, and like, everything kind of exposed it's so hard to expose properly with it but i'd still go into like every wedding at the start of the season doing it and then try and color grade it like this looks absolutely terrible then three weddings later change it um so i think now one of the like the leica that i have you can preview that you can shoot log but you can put your your color grade you can preview with your color grade which is amazing because i basically Mm. i can see what i'm getting but then if I want to change it, I want to change the exposure a little bit. I mean, with video compared to like, I think with a raw image, you can just go up and down and do whatever you want. But with video, you've probably got a little bit of wiggle room um, 
a bit like a JPEG, really, I suppose. You've got a little bit of wiggle room, but then I can just put the, the LUT and the color on top of it and it works. So that's one thing about being able to, being able to do that. And it doesn't change how I work in the day. Like it's just there and I see, I see a cool looking image. Um, I don't know, that's probably one of many things. It's always gone minimal, yeah. but if minimal means that it's doing, you know, doing me like a disservice in whatever way, then I'll change it. I went minimal with the Q, with the Leica Q, which is pretty much the same as like the X100s, the Fuji X100s. Little camera, fixed 28 mil lens. And I photographed quite a few weddings. And I said before, that was my only kit. I put some batteries in and I was like 28 mil. That's all I'm gonna use. And it was good, but then I recognized where the problems lied. The problems lied immediately when huge big room with just some tables in the middle. And the only way that I'm gonna get people on those tables <laughs> is by going empty. sitting down with them like, <laughs> and, and using this hey, 28 mil that way. <laughs> it kind of probably makes you better in some ways kind of doing that. Um, so I've gone back weirdly, right? So I hated it for a while, the fixed 28. This is another thing, not related to anything really, but the whole kind of landscape portrait thing now in that it doesn't make sense to shoot anything landscape anymore. And so I haven't, so for two years, I haven't shot a single landscape photo. Uh, so I, if I'm shooting a wedding or anything else, I'll go and it's portrait. It didn't take long. I just went and went, everything's gonna be this way now. Yeah. I love a portrait frame now. To, but what, you know, I, I what I found was that I suddenly fell in love again with the 28 mil because I used to have a 28 mil that's quite wide mm. and my subject was in the middle and I just had all of this like, like stuff either side that I had no use for. Um, soon as you flip that portrait, you suddenly realize that people are that way. And it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, this makes a load of sense. Yeah. So like, I, like now I'm like almost going back to just using that a lot more. So I do feel like I've got a perfect balance with, um, 28 fixed and a 50 mil for photos yeah yeah i can remember my first probably year or two of galleries were all landscape yeah. i didn't even take a single portrait now i, I can't even imagine i can't i can't compute yeah. that yeah. i think um, what i hate is that this like incredible photographers um older photographers as well who've been like pioneering and groundbreaking and they're putting these wide landscape images on Instagram, but not realizing that they look shit on Instagram. You know, and I've no doubt that if you looked at that on your Mac, you would be like, this is amazing. This is so good. Or even printed, because so, yeah. so many times but those images are appreciated like so that. much it's, more. It's crap. Flip it, and you suddenly find out, oh, I don't need any of this. You're going in closer. That's why I went from, um, I, I went to a 50 for photos, literally for the only reason that it's getting that little bit closer for Instagram, mm. just so you can see that little yeah. bit more. We just need Instagram to sort the ratio out, don't we, for portrait, <laughs> yeah. portrait shots. Fill the screen, a, just that's fill a rant the for screen. Another, that's a rant for another time. Yeah. Any sort of like favorite weddings that you've come out with feeling like your heart is full and you're kind of like, yeah. And then no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the question everyone's always like, what's the favorite place or what's the favorite wedding? And they're always different, obviously, but mm. based on the people that you meet and the experiences and like who you went with, you know? And, and 
like I've had tales where I've gone to like incredible places, but I've gone with the best mate. And I've been fortunate enough to do, I've been fortunate enough that I've done these with like, my wife's gone to loads and we've had like amazing experiences, but I've gone with mates of mine and we've done things and that forms the experience. That forms like, and you know, and the, the, the people that you meet at the wedding, like there's always, uh, absolutely my favorite thing is to say, I met this group of people or like, I, I like celeb culture from the point of view of not being overawed by there being a person there, but other people's reactions and like, how do people deal with this? Um, I find I find that like fascinating, um, like absolutely. But from a sort of like documentary perspective, or yeah, I just love it. I just love how like giddy people get, yeah, and crazy people yeah. get, and watching people like it's just a person, yeah, and and it's good. I had this conversation last week with the the, the bride in Italy um, about like certain oh, the things. Vatican, yeah, um, <laughs> about like certain things, but. Yeah, we were basically like people just, and people maybe at risk of losing the place at kind of like that wedding because the reaction to certain people. Yeah, but that's a big deal for the couple. Like you don't want to be going in and being like, oh my God, you know, it's, and I've done it, like I've been at, what can I say? Uh, no, I can't really say. Um, I've been at weddings where there has been someone famous and they've been married to someone famous and then got in a car with, the photographer or the second shooter and the second shooter's just gone like busy been like losing his shit and being like you can't like and you see them at the day and see them like like uncomfortable not being able to do the job you're like, this is just people right it's cool like you go back and over i'm sure like in years to come you go that was cool like i did i, I met this person hung out or, with so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. yeah but you're not really they don't <laughs> remember you like you remember doing whatever you got like, jobs today yeah that's it but um, I can't remember where we started where we started jobs best jobs favourite favorite, favorite it's wedding more, it's more experiences and yeah. remembering yeah. like that like for me it's more the yeah. idea of you coming out of that wedding not necessarily where you've been not necessarily the people that you shot with but you coming out of that wedding and you just feel like I love my job yeah because they are or things happen like I had um, I, I did one in, in UK this year, this year and I just like they were the happiest people they were the happiest people ever and you always immerse yourself into the wedding and I remember the night before I'd had a couple of drinks with them and I was like this is great like I feel like 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 these guys feel more comfortable with me and I remember walking into the room at like the exact same time that they were pouring shots but then they just turned on me and then before I knew it the entire room is, was just chanting my name to do shots. <laughs> and I just thought, it's cool. And there's no way you couldn't do it. Cause like, like, unless you didn't drink, but I was just like, I, I did it. And then everybody cheered and it was just a moment. But I was like, if I hadn't been, you know, it, it's that thing of shooting a wedding from the outside looking in or shooting it from the inside and just be, being like mm. as much of part of the proceedings as, as you can be. Um, is good so like yeah them you do come up you, you certainly come away from so many just absolutely buzzing you come away from others and you're you're not you know because you're not fed you know it could be those little <laughs> yeah those little things which is that just like <laughs> no it's every that's the thing like like talking back about the last literally the last the, the last thing i shot um how much you're, you're looked after 
literally you give that back in like oh, you give it back yeah. so much more you know and like i was really really looked after last week but was open enough to, to talk to the bride about it and be like you do understand that like i'm really appreciative of this and you are going to get this back in you know i'm going to give this back so much more but yeah just the food thing is just another another whole conversation people just don't I just it just doesn't enter people's brains sometimes not that they're being nasty or whatever but they just don't they're thinking about the wedding aren't they yeah yeah very much so um you so- <laughs> you're amazing man no don't worry you're being amazing um you, t- you touch upon um shooting film shooting films shooting video and and photography initially um have you ever done a hybrid have you ever done sort of like a wedding or even an elopement where you're kind of like doing both yeah a couple of times yeah how did you Um, find that because for me that's so i did one years ago and this ties into kind of another subject in that i did it because it was the deal breaker to get the job so the the bride was basically like okay being honest we want you but we also um it's expensive like where the wedding is and we want a photographer and we really want these group shots for family and that's really important but we can afford both and being like early days or relatively early days i was like okay that's an opportunity that i don't, I don't want to miss so i was like i'll do both and you know relatively small kind of wedding maybe like 20 guests and they were happy to work with me and go and do like their own thing and give me hours for like a couple of shoots or whatever else. But I think it's recognizing that and recognizing when, not just for hybrid kind of stuff, like if you see an opportunity, it's like, do it. You know, if it means, someone said before about driving to like another place, I think it was you guys on it. Like if you see, like if, you, if there's a place where you really want to shoot or whatever, offer them a free shoot, do whatever it takes to get, if there's other opportunities come from it. Um, but yeah, I, I did that. I've done it a few times, but I did one just after like lockdown when things started opening up again. I had I had about three weddings were, and it was weird because I think it was like Wales, Scotland and Ireland. And they were all like carbon copies where they basically went to a massive house with about 10 of them and stayed there for four days. And they got married in the house and then just got like, like they danced, they drank. And you can't help but be so involved in that like you have to be like a massive part of the wedding um and a couple of them i did the same thing because they were just like i think we spoke about this before about you took opportunities maybe at the start of lockdown when people were prepared to like invest in you and you were like oh i don't know if another job's going to come so you may have took weddings that were like i don't know you wouldn't have taken you wouldn't have taken like another time um so I kind of was like, you know what, I can I can do both, and they were pretty cool. Like, there's a bit of stress, but if they listen to what you're going to do, obviously it's not perfect, but as long as you know when they're going to get certain things, so you say, right, I may be able to photograph this, but it means that I'm not going to be able to video it. Like, and the couples that I did it for, they were like, whatever, we're sure you'll you'll produce something for yeah. us. Feels like it was the right kind of time to try that. Yeah, you know, smaller yeah. weddings. Yeah. You know, people like expectations. It's a crazy people just thing wanted to, do. to have it's a, a good crazy time. Didn't thing they? to do. Mm. But I literally can just push a button on top of the camera and it flips between the two. So I photograph everything in black and white anyway, or with a black and white preview. So it's a good little thing to kind of like, I know I've definitely switched modes. Mm. Plus, I'm going into portrait as well. Um, 
So you hit the button, everything turns black and white, and you're like, oh, I'm in photo mode. Um, so, you, so there's no kind of mistakes being being made. But I think if you put, you come up with like a little, preps is simple, right? Because you're just in one room. Um, ceremonies maybe a little bit more difficult. Mm. You've made um, it easy on yourself in some ways. You, you've got your systems really, and that's what I love about it. Um, yeah, you, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Like. Yeah, you, you're talking here. I think it's just your whole demeanor, really, because you just come come across as so relaxed. It's easy, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you try and so you do have your systems. Yeah, you do have your systems. Whenever I've heard your name, it's always been in the sort of like education circuit game, in terms of like. Um, workshops, courses, and stuff like that. How how was that sort of transition um, into from, doing it? Into doing it, yeah. I think the first one was years, like seven years ago, eight years ago, maybe. I don't know. Um, maybe it was just. I think maybe at the time it was just the thing that you do a workshop, and that's what the next level of people do or whatever. So I thought I'll I'll do a workshop, um, but then like people signed up for it, people came, and I think I did like two a year for like maybe like five years or something um and they're good do them obviously to make money and i think what i found with the workshop was that i just had this like root like it was the same like that's why i said before nothing has changed really like it's the same you could go composition you do this or like structure like everything is pretty much the same and so i found it really easy to just break it down into like sections um so yeah, I did I did that for like five years and then we've spoke before, I did like the online the online course, which was like literally the best thing best thing I've ever done. Um from a financial point of view. But it is kinda crazy. Like it just messes with your brain that there is like this you know what it we know what it, what it makes you realise is how many other people are doing what you do like you just and not in terms of I'm thinking okay I think there's been we've had like over a thousand people have bought it in its like lifespan the online course but when they were doing the ads and you're getting like the figures back and it's like this has gone out to like half a million videographers or whatever and you're like really like there's so many you think you know how many other people are taking photos at weddings and doing video at weddings no I've not scratched the surface no, it's just there's so so many, um, but I did um, I did an SEO one during lockdown as just a project. Like I wasn't really bothered about it. Kind of I knew it was never going to be as successful as the, the video one. It was just like a little thing for to keep me busy. Um, but I said something that I always keep going back to and always keep thinking about. And it's like as long as you're just working harder than the guy on the next street, because there's always someone on the next street doing it. And if you think about it from like that SEO point of view, it, it is just literally putting hard work in and just writing and making sure that you're doing the right thing. And you think, well, if someone else is just doing that and putting that work in, they're going to be getting the jobs. You know, they're going to be getting the, forget about ability and forget about like the quality of it. They're going to be, they're going to be in front of you or they're going to be the person who pushes you down onto page two or three or whatever. And then when you suddenly get three or four of the people on the next street doing it, and you've took your foot off the pedal, you've suddenly become like, and as it gets harder for everyone, and some people start going, he's making, you know, X amount on a weekend. Like, I think we're probably gonna see a surge in it now as well. Like you said, every year we seem to say, so many more people are, are, are shooting weddings now, but when everything's getting harder and it's gonna get a lot harder still, 
yeah, I think people are just going to go, I can do this. And you're just going to, but there's a place, honestly, I, I've always said there's a place for everyone, right? I'm not saying that from yeah. a, like, I don't care how many people do it. You know, everyone's got to, keeps you on your toes. Any sort of like projects that you've got um, in mind for, for education stuff? Or? I should do, I should do another course. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's four years old now. And I've been thinking about it. I just don't know whether like it's a huge commitment. Because, take time. Yeah, and I managed. I think the last one, <laughs> the last one took me a month to make. I think, and I think I need to. If I do another one, it needs to be like three times the size, and it needs to do so many more things as well. Um, so yeah, I think I I should do that. But whether I just get to January and go, actually, I need to just like. We, like you said before, just look after yourself for a couple of months. I kind of think that's more important, like long-term, like just reset for a couple of months and, mm. you know what I mean? But then you've always got this work thing going on, haven't you? Like we literally, we never stop. So likelihood is I'll probably sit down for a week in January, chill out and then decide, start, start writing something, mm. yeah. Where do you, where do you find your, your kind of traffic and, and inquiries kind of come through nowadays? I mean... We kind of talked at the very beginning about how there's this kind of like real mystery around you and that we can't, you know, we couldn't find a huge amount on you really. Um, and <laughs> it kind of just goes against the grain of like, you've even touched on it yourself about like, you know, likes and reach and- Yeah, yeah. You know, like, how do you, how it, do you get inquiries and it's be busy- a total mix When now. you are, you know, you're kind of going against what yeah. it, the, the marketing signals say you should be doing. No, 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 it is, it's a, it's a total mix never used to get anything through social media but then it started mm. so then i started going okay maybe i'll just keep this up because i'll continue to get um these inquiries but then it's weird where you, you know if you get like 100 followers on instagram and you know that 99 of them will be other people in the industry so it's like okay you don't know that you still got to keep on doing it but it is genuinely it's a mix it's a mix of it, it's never usually kind of like referrals from other from like previous brides who've told the mates or the sisters or whatever like every so often yeah it will it that'll happen but i always get the feeling that the weddings that i do it's almost like they want to keep you to themselves it sounds really weird but i always get that they they, they never i find i find that strange no. sometimes when you go to a wedding and you, you you know former bride or groom are there you kind of feel yeah. like you've cheated on them a little bit yeah you've, you're there to shoot someone else's wedding it's like hi guys yeah i'm with these guys now you have that <laughs> Usually we just... I mean, it's, it's totally fine. It's, it's, I'm just saying, like, like, a, there's, like a moment, a there's a momentary thought in my mind where I'm yeah. like, nah, it can be, it can be nah, a bit strange. I see it like yeah. that. Come here. <laughs> mm. yeah. Oh, you give people hugs, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. That's, that sounds, sounds like you. Ego hug. Um, Ego hug. Yeah, it's a mix. But I know that if you put effort into like the SEO stuff, it pays off massively. Yeah. Um, I think I just made, I made a massive mistake in um, the... I put out in the original course the kind of the the hack of basically just sending um, your couples the five questions. So what I did was I used to, and I, this is this is like common thing now, but I'd be like, how do you how do you guys meet? Um, why did you choose the venue? Um, tell us about your wedding. Five things like that, and then I copy and paste all of their answers, and they would gush and gush and gush. Copy and paste their answers. Set up a page like a wordpress post and just change the answers to include the venue so it was like instead of saying why did you choose you know why did you choose the venue 
why did you choose blah 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 house you know why did you choose a blah 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 house wedding you know in the title of the like the the, the paragraph and then i suddenly found that that was like mega successful but then i gave this away on the first course so some what some of my questions one of my questions was like um tell me about the proposal all the gushy details in brackets if you google all the gushy details in brackets now it just cancels it so that you get thousands and thousands of wedding industry suppliers that have just took the same questions <laughs> so i'm like like i did it and i said it and i was like this works and from the seo course as well but i'm like I don't, nobody minds kind of copying things whatever just don't like do it word for word don't do it like create like crazy to the extent yeah. like everyone's Blatant. i've like I started off years ago and copied like some words. I got burned like within like the first year of me doing it. I like, copied a power, like I think it was on someone's contact page, like someone really like big in the industry or really cool in the industry. And it was something like, oh, we want to work with cool, creative, artistic couples or something. I was like, oh, that sounds good. I'll use that because nobody knows me. I'm like starting off at the bottom. And then straight away within a month, it was like, I've been outed on Facebook and it was like, how dare you? You know, copied the website and I was like, shit, that was a real, that really like hammered home to me. Um, so I'm like, I never kind of like, I'd never have a go at anyone for like copying anything, but I'm just like, I have a bit of imagination. Like, do you need to put all the gushy details in brackets? I mean, I don't even know where I came up with that, but literally if you Google put your, it. Put your own spin on it. If you Google it, you could have come up with any, that's not even one of the, one of the, the questions about the venue or anything. It's just an additional text question. And it's like absolutely everywhere. There's a video group, this is loose lips here. I won't name any names. Um, <laughs> someone showed me a person in the industry, their website the other day. And this guy had noticed that he was getting inquiries from um, like couples, but they were calling him like, like something else. And he's like, this is a bit odd. Like, like what's going on? And he looked on this other fella's website and this, this guy had copied his website, literally word for word, like everything had been copied, but he hadn't changed the email. <laughs> he hadn't it, was a, it was just a mail to link. Brilliant. So they were going to this other guy's website, inquiring to him, and it was going back to the original guy who had copied it off because he hadn't changed it. I was like, this is, that's like next level. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I don't even know how you do that. How you'd go begin to like copy like the, the, the entire structure but yeah it's anyway what does the what does the future look for look like for philip white when i uh, the, when i grow up <laughs> i don't know we said this before you you kind of go i always thought there was something else i always thought when i literally when i grow up i'm going to do this this and this um and then you hit a point and you kind of go i don't know actually maybe maybe you just keep on keep on doing this or is it, you want to do like passion projects but then when the passion projects don't pay it's hard isn't it unless you kind of you specifically like allocate some time away and you say I'm going to do this but yeah I don't know I'll probably just keep on doing what I'm doing but you never know there's always that dream that you meet someone at a wedding and they'll be like do you want to come to Hollywood for six months and just shoot do a blockbuster this? yeah but you never know you never know i don't know i'm i'm do you know what just keeping it simple i've kind of reached that age now where i'm like if i can keep doing this 
and just walk the dog and be at home and everything's just happy and good yeah and so, as long as the spark's still there and the buzz for yeah. shooting which it, it clearly is it, you know, it shows in your work that it is so Phil and his slippers I can see it already man I, I got slippers two weeks ago for the first time in my life game changer absolute game changer have you tried one of those fluffy dressing gowns you know the really big thick ones Next, yeah. the snoo- is it snooty yeah, yeah that, that's an image you don't but yeah that, I think that was about two weeks ago as well because we were doing this all the whole family's got them right and it's like no we shouldn't put the heating on I'm like, you've got to put the heating on. on. Yeah. Put the heating on. So we spent like three days just being like, no, 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 we'll we'll put these things on. Now, they're, now they're just discarded. <laughs> like, the heating's on. The heating's on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's been it's been absolutely brilliant to to have you here and to chat and to no, kind no, of hear some mate. of your some of your tales and stories. Always enjoy always enjoy chatting to you. You should yeah, write a book. Good. Do you reckon? I started yeah. making notes of stories, wedding stories. You should actually write a book. Mm. You know the crazy, the actual really crazy things that people tell you about and that have happened to yourself. It's just titles. But I always thought, you know, like the doctor one, the guy you just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. this is going to hurt. Yeah, but I think if you got enough of them from people, there's some brilliant ones. Yeah, <laughs> weddings are a good vessel, yeah. aren't they, for a story? Yeah, make a good film. If you were. Um... I know what you're going to ask. I know what you're going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to ask. I know what you're going to ask. You're going to be really disappointed. Go on. If you travelled back to... Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> For... What did you think he was going to ask? I thought he was going to ask me about Stranger Things. And I was oh. like, I, had, like, I watched the first yeah. series like when it came out and I've not watched any, anything since. But... It's all right. I'll save you that. I'll save you that. Um, are you more into series or films, by the way? Uh, series. Series? Hmm. Yeah, it's that weird position where you always have to find like something that everybody likes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? If I'm allowed to watch like the football once or twice a week, that's in. That's, that's I'm happy with that. But yeah, yeah. What's on the recent? What's on the on the recent inspiration kind of? You know, they've got to be like gritty kind of like crime, gripped, yeah. gritty crime things. Slow Horses, that's a new one. Oh, I love Slow out. Horses. Yeah. It's good. That's Gary, Gary Oldman's. Yeah. New season that. just started. Yeah. yeah, that's a better. Can't wait for that. Maybe tonight. That'll start. Nice. Yeah. Go on. You can ask your question. Yeah. yeah. 14 years ago. <laughs> yeah. If you travel back to 14 year old film, yeah. knowing what you know today, what advice would you give him? Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> stolen that one. No, no, no. As soon as he said, I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Genuinely, is that even is. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, think about it every day. <laughs> and how, how can people find you? What can they? What can they do to check you out? Um, Instagram. Yeah, pretty much Instagram. It's Mister Philip Mr. White. Mister Philip White. That's yeah. so. It's not, it's not. Where, where else do you go? I don't like dots or underscores or. Yeah. It works. Yeah. yeah. It really works. No, seriously. Thank you. Thank Cheers, you. Thank man. you so much for giving us your time and your stories. Phil's stories. That the would stories. be the Stories with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. We really, no really appreciate it. And yeah, a, a lot has come out from from this conversation and I'm sure people will appreciate your your honesty and what you have to say within the industry and yeah just keep at it because you got you got a lot to give thanks man ready for another beer oh yeah
I've not, not finished this one yet. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much, Phil. Loved Thank it. You. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.